Welcome back to the number one alt-right wrestling podcast on iTunes. I feel like it's been a long time since we said that. Didn't you I, say it at Shane's? I did not. Neo-Nazis came up, but mm. we didn't talk about... We didn't... Not enough conversation Identify ourselves as... Look, Drew, it's 2020. It's all about identity. It's about, it? you, it's about identity politics. It's about what you identify as and why anyone who's ever said anything to anyone like you is a bad person and needs to be cancelled. 2020, I'm going back to a full human being. Ah, you're going to regret it. No, no more cats. <laughs> the... Hey, you know what? You have nobody to blame but yourself. What do you mean? You're the reason why I don't want to be a cat man anymore. You... If I'd never seen that movie, I would have still been a, re- a regular half-man, half-cat. But because of you, I am now just a regular man. I thought it uh, only solidified your stance because you didn't like the people and cats doing whisker face. You, you would think that, but you were wrong. <laughs> so we're coming today with our uh, fresh new podcasting gear, uh, except we're not. It's still my phone, because we got the wrong SD card for the new thing. <laughs> but probably next time, yeah. we'll probably actually have a new thing. I will go, I will go trade in that SD card tomorrow at that, Drugs that, at Work. That the child at the, yeah, in the I, electronic section of the drugstore uh, lied to you about. Whatever the bare minimum age to legally work in Canada, is, that's how old is that kid him. was. I also, His birthday was the day before, and he <laughs> just got hired there. We caught we caught him at whatever f- fifteen in one day, yeah. whatever our child labor laws are. The uh, I also love that you were describing the piece of equipment, and he's like, "God, I don't think we have anything like that." And then you like showed him pictures, like, "Oh, we have that." <laughs> oh yes, that. Of yeah, yeah, that, that we have that right here. Well, like that's what you meant. He was looking at it. Yeah, that was fun. So yeah, so listen to this one. And then in see how shitty cell phone quality. Shitty cell phone quality in a blistering sixty-four kilobits a second, and uh, then listen to the next one and see if it sounds any better. And if it does sound better, we did it. And if it doesn't, we did a bad job and wasted money. <laughs> yeah, if we didn't. I'm gonna return all that stuff. Yeah, it's. I I think it will. I think it's. Yeah. I think the idea of it is this will sound better than a cell phone. This is better than the phone you're using. Yeah. Phones are meant for calls and not recording podcasts. Yeah, you may, all the phone calls we make these days. Yeah. I'm, I'm always on the phone. You got your, you got your Bluetooth earpiece in. Yep. You're looking like a real da- David Lieberhart. Literally, if anyone calls me, I won't answer the phone because I'll be like, fuck why, is, what the fuck why is are wrong? you calling me? Text me. Yeah. I don't answer phone calls. Yeah, I'm like, hey, leave me a voicemail, man. For sure. <laughs> Because I also check my voicemail. Absolutely. That I've never even set up big, on my phone. Big voicemail guy. <laughs> Guys, let's bring back voicemail in 2020. Let's bring back pagers. Ooh, two ways? Love it. Yeah. I was never really clear what a two way is. Is that just a pager? Is that some sort of like souped up pager that drug dealers got in the late 90s? Isn't it a pager that you can send sort of vague messages on? I guess. I guess it was like very like, like pr- primitive text messaging. 911 emergency and you can send that to someone. It's the popo. I don't think you were the popo. I think you could send someone like, hey, it's an emergency. Please call me immediately. Please, this, uh, <laughs> this, this girl's ID was fake. <laughs> <laughs> 911. And now I killed her, so you gotta come help me get her the body. Uh, look, she... She had an oops, <laughs> and now I need a little bit of help. 
What are you going to do? Not, not help me out? There's no help for you. <laughs> that, All right. I feel like I've been told that a this lot. This podcast is going to be three let's fucking hours Let's go a little shorter than last year. Not, uh, let's go a little longer than last year. So let's not preamble too much. Yeah, I guess let's this one doesn't need a big preamble. into it. With this one, we actually have stuff planned, so... One of us is more prepared than the other. Which? You? Me? I guess. I don't know. I feel like I've, in years past, I have gone completely off the dome. I don't know. You have stuff written. Yeah, lots of stuff written. I think we're doing pretty good. I think we're going to crush this. Maybe. I think people are going to write in. <laughs> I think they're going to give us a call. I think we're going to open the airways right now. Going to give us a call. 591-ROCK, 591-ROLL. 909-9900. 1-900-909-9900. And tell us what a good job we're doing. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Feel free to call us on Scott's phone at any point during this podcast. <laughs> He will, he will answer I it. will let it go to voicemail. Yes. I will listen to it. Listen to your messages. And I will get back to you promptly. I miss my old sarcastic outgoing voicemail message, but I had to change it when I was waiting to hear back about a job. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not right now, so I should probably just change it back. Except nobody calls anymore, as previously stated. What was your sarcastic message? I don't think I ever called you. Uh, it's something, it something to the effect of like, uh, hey, you've reached Scott at one nine hundred nine zero nine 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 hundred. 909 Leave me a message and I will drop everything and get back to you. <laughs> <laughs> You're a cunt. Yeah. Oh, it's like the beginning of that song. That, that, uh, that Three Six Mafia song. Gotta stay high. I'm only familiar with the Mark Henry theme. Hey, they're Oscar winners, man. That's true. Three Six Mafia. Uh, Three Six Mafia has more Oscars than Christopher Nolan. Heads up. Yeah. Yeah. So does uh, Common and John Legend. And uh, Lars Sullivan has more five star matches than Brian Daniels. <laughs> He's also had his dick suck more times. Hey, than hey, hey, let's not spoil it. We're definitely talking about that later, like for a while. So, stay tuned. I'm sure that you and I both have that on the same thing. I, I got a lot I got a lot to say, and we got a lot to do. First we're going to talk about it, then we're going to recreate it. Okay, but I'm going to be the other guy. <laughs> okay. That's fine. But we're only recreating it in audio. Oh, yeah. We're doing gay audio. Gay, gay. Ooh, is that like a niche that's not a thing? Can we make it a thing? Like, like audio sh- book porn? Yeah. And that like, has to exist. And and Shane's they them lingerie shop. <laughs> audio porn has to exist. I guess there's audio porn. Yeah, it's got to exist. Guys, send us some. Mm. Send Drew. Some. Uh, just Drew. Fine. Send it to Drew. He'll forward it to me. Send it to send to Drew. He'll call me. Leave me a voicemail about it, and then we'll talk. The voicemail will just be the audio porn, though. Yeah. But will it be the actual, you'll just be playing the... Yeah, off my rec- phone, off yours. onto your voicemail. Okay, I was and asking... And you can listen to it on your voicemail. I was asking if it was going to be that, or because it's all in your phone, and you can't play the thing like from your phone when you're calling me, you listen to it, and then call me, and then try to recreate it yourself ah, no. into my voicemail. Burner phones. Ooh, burner phones, of course. Double, double phones. You gotta buy a phone and a cell phone. Yeah, one phone is for work-related things, and the other one is for bisexual activities. <laughs> Yep. It's a biphone. That's fair. It's like a biplane. <laughs> That's what those are. Yeah. They go both oh, ways. Interesting. Up they, and down. They, <laughs> yes. They take and receive. <laughs> Wait, do they give and receive? <laughs> they take.
take and receive. Take and receive. That's what you. That's your. your that you greedy pig. That, that, that that's that's your version of bisexual. Oh, I'm bisexual. I'm, 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 I, I, I I take I take it up the butt and receive it up the butt. Yep. <laughs> if I was ever t- if I was ever chemically castrated, I'd just be such a power bottom. I was such a lazy bottom. Like just, just lying there, just starfish, starfishing. Pile up some pillows under my tummy <laughs> and just lay there. Anyways, <laughs> anyway, perfect segue. What do you think was the best gimmick of twenty two hundred and nineteen? Uh, I hope you and I have the same answer. Orange Cassidy. We don't have the same answer. I don't know if mine was sarcastic or not. I, Is there a question mark next to it? Yeah, absolutely. Oh. <laughs> I got a couple question marks next to some of mine. I have I have two with question marks and zero without question marks. I'm going to put an exclamation point next to Bray Wyatt. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, he's my other question mark. Oh, you're, you're dumb. Uh, I, I just, don't know. It's a gimmick. I just put Car Noir. Oh, yeah, of course. Aw, Muffin, you forgot. I'm going to take it. All right. I'm going to steal it. Are you going to take it I'm, and receive I'm it? Using, <laughs> I'm using my steal. <laughs> One steal per word. I am using my steal. Yeah. Uh, for anyone who is not familiar with Car Noir, he is a... Uh, is he actually French or just his name is French? Or do we not even know? He's European. He's a European uh, who is uh, French for Black Swan yeah. and literally just does a Black, Black Swan, Swan gimmick. gimmick. Um, not sure if he's gay. Not sure if he's just playing up the gimmick. Uh, don't know where he's from. Don't know what his real face looks like. <laughs> we know. N- he's a he's a real international man of mystery. But we love him. And he... Also, I've only seen him wrestle Dragonoff, and that's it. Yeah. I've seen that, and I I think the Pac match early this year, maybe. Pac or Pac? Ugh, it's Pac, but I can't say it. Because you're retarded. He doesn't feel right. Also, I'm retarded. Okay, so your two question marks for Orange Cassidy and Bray Wyatt question mark? Yeah. And what was your non question mark? None. Oh, you just said those two. <laughs> I have two question marks, end of story. Yeah, well, you know. What do you got? Or it was just that... Car Noir. Yeah. Yeah, it was the only one that I feel, felt was important. Yeah, I think that's reasonable. Yeah, like, I, like the only ones I thought of like that were gimmicks were fucking Bray Wyatt and Orange Cassidy. I can and... give you a list of a hundred worst gimmicks. Sure. But we don't do that anymore. Yeah, we don't. Because there, there were too many and it was taking up too much time. Uh, Alright, what's next? I'm going to let you host it because I felt like I hosted it the last like ten years. You love to host it. I do not like you're a real, uh, You're a real Gene Rayburn. I would rather you do the talking so that I don't have to hear my own voice. But you, Drew, if I know one thing about you, hmm? it's that what you love to do is you love to do a podcast... And then, when that podcast comes out on the old internet box, you download that goddamn podcast, you plug it into your Microsoft Zune, and you throw them Bob Marley earbuds in there, and you listen to the shit out of your... you. I, man, it's so much easier to say watch the shit out of someone than listen to the shit out of something. Well, anyway. It is shit that I'm listening to, you so... You can't stop listening to your own voice. You love it. It doesn't make you cringe it doesn't annoy you it doesn't make you sad to be alive am, am i yeah you're nailing in the, it in the ballpark you're in the ballpark yeah uh okay continue we're, you're, we're you, you are hosting sir just the just make 
because I feel like I had a page that didn't print. <laughs> so just make sure. Just make sure. I'm yeah, not, yeah I'm, I mean, I'm going down yeah, the list. Just make sure I don't miss like seven awards in a row. <laughs> That'll be a clue. Match of the year. What? I was gonna, and, here what? We, and here we are. <laughs> Match of the year. Man, how did we go so long last year? Uh, worst fed? Is Easiest that... answer in the world because it has been the champion for consistently a hundred years. Well, that's the thing. It actually hasn't. It maybe should have been. The last couple years, right? Because before that, there was another strong, strong <laughs> contender. Yeah, but they don't but exist anymore. That contender... Is so dead. Border City Wrestling. That that nobody cares anymore. Yeah, because I mean, it's easily WWE, but it is a very close second place to uh, the a a massive downfall of Ring of Honor. We have the exact same answers. Okay, one WWE, two Ring of Honor. Yeah, like it's super easy. (laughs) They're probably worse feds than Ring of Honor, but nobody has gone further downhill than Ring of Honor. They have television. They have television. So how, like, there, I feel like, yes, there are worse feds. Yeah. But when you have television, uh-huh. I think that puts you higher than other companies. But here's a counterpoint to that. Ring of Honor has the Bouncers. Sure. Your favorite team. They also have Cheeseburger. Yeah. Who is Jushin Thunder Liger's favorite wrestler. Yes. So maybe they're better than we think. Maybe they are better than we think. <laughs> um, yeah, it was... We were solidly... Behind TNA as the worst fed through 2016, but as TNA lost relevance and WWE stayed the same, it has been clearly WWE since 2017, and and will probably be WWE for the foreseeable future. Yeah, basically, I think WWE is they're right now they're just 20 years ahead. Uh, WCW, so like right now they're in 99 WCW phase. Mm. It's They're not like business collapsing bad, but they're really bad. Yeah. And if they try a little harder, they can be business collapsing bad. So there's too much money on the line. So That's the thing. It's, it's WCW if WCW had $5 billion. I, I want to make a, bolder, a bold prediction, but I don't think it's realistic. Uh-huh. But you got to imagine, like I was going to say in 2020, but I don't think it'll be this year. But you got to imagine that, like, at some point, um, Fox and USA get, like, really agitated <laughs> with the way things are run. Yeah. And then they're, like, get put on, like, probation or something. Something, yeah. Like, it's going to have to happen. Yeah, like, I'm interested in what happens, like, in four years when the Fox deal is up. And how things look then. Yes. Because besides their TV money, like, by every metric, they are horrible. Yes. They're, like, all-time low TV ratings, all-time low house shows. Yeah. Like, merch. Attendance figures. Attendance. Everything. Everything. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think, they're, like, Fox, I feel like, is more patient because they have their hands in SmackDown a lot more. Yes. Because they want it to specifically be sport. Yeah. Whereas I feel like Raw is a, lo- is a lot more Vince McMahon. Well, and like, Raw... Obviously, Vince is still involved in both. Yeah. But Raw is a lot more of the very dumb... Although, I guess you have all the Roman Reigns, Baron Corbin Oh, no, you shit. got bullshit on both. But... but, like, Raw's the number one show on USA. So... Scott, name me one other current... Burn Notice! ...show uh, on USA. Uh, Nikita. Uh, Pacific Blue. 
Uh, Silk Stockings. I can only name things that came on after Raw in the 90s. That's all I can do. Yeah. It's exactly. You can't tell me one other thing on USA. Um, uh, that one with... Cr- Suits. Chris Lee? The one with Chris Lee? Who is Chris Lee? No, no. One word. Last name. Chris Lee. Who's Chris Lee? I don't know. They did... I feel like it was a come on after Raw... Uh, reality show. That's the name of the show? It was something to do... I don't know the name of the show. It involved a man or a family or something named Chrisley. I don't know if it's just C-R-I-S-L-E or what, but I swear to God it was something. Or, counterpoint, I have a brain tumor. Chrisley Knows Best. Chrisley Knows Best. A follows Atlanta-based, self-made, multi-millionaire Todd Chrisley... His devoted wife, Julie, and their five children who live a seemingly picture-perfect southern life with uh, everything money can buy. I have never heard of this or him in my entire life. I think I think the guy hosted Raw once Ooh. when they were doing the host shit. Cool. I think that's how I heard of it. I'm like, what is Chris Lee knows best? Like, I thought I was supposed to know who the guy was. And stuff, and I, I didn't, and I don't think anyone else did either. Uh, suits. Yeah. Okay. But suits is done, Queen right? Queen of the South. Of course, Queen of the Treadstone, South. Treadstone. Everyone know. Oh, true, Treadstone. The, the Purge, the Sinner. Uh, oh, I, wa- I actually watched the Sinner. The Sinner was good. Pearson. Nope. Uh, it had Psych. No. It uh, had Shooter. It had White Collar. It had White Colony. collar that that was. It had one. covert affairs. It had burn notice, uh, royal pains. Yeah. Um, damnation, Graceland. Oh, Ms. and Mrs. Of course. Um, playing house, Law and Order, Order, Criminal Intent. Oh, was Playing House? Um, those uh, I don't know girls. Those female comedians. Sure. Uh, Lynn and Parham and Jessica St. Clair. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I went. I um. Yeah. Uh, Ninja American Ninja Warrior. Straight up with Steve Austin. What's straight up? No, you think I know? I don't. Know. You... I'm literally just reading off the internet. You, your eyes said that you knew. Falling water, sirens. Oh, I did like sirens. I did like sirens. You did like sirens. I did like sirens. I thought that was a Comedy Central show. Uh, no, I think, I think just maybe in Canada is where it got got, got, it was got on comedy on here. On comedy, yeah. that's all. Huh. Um, that was my one bad comedy show I watch. <laughs> Ooh, Monk. Oh yeah, that was a USA show. Um, the uh, yeah, uh, the center was good. The center's. Uh, I mean, I can keep going if you want. Jessica Biel and Bill Pullman. Rush, Touching Evil, Airwolf, The Starter Wife, La Femme Nikita, Silk Stockings, there the it Dead is. Zone, Complications, The Forty Four Hundred, Necessary Roughness, Fairly Legal, In Plain Sight. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> I don't want to play this game. Anymore. I like the idea of of fairly legal. <laughs> is she legal? She's fairly She's legal. Fairly legal. I mean, she's... She was 17 and, and fairly legal. <laughs> so, yeah, WWE's the worst fed. Welcome to my recap of every show that has been on the USA Network. Yep. See you next year. This is USA Talk with Drew. But it's not talk about the USA, just the USA Network. Mm. What do you think about the USA? Doing good? Down with America. Down with America? Jihad. Jihad. You heard it here. We are the number one, you know, we can't be the number one. We're, we're probably like the number 10 jihadist podcast. Number 10 jihadist wrestling podcast? Yes. Man. Well, I guess Right behind something to wrestle with. I guess, <laughs> I guess there's, a, there's probably a bunch in Saudi Arabia. Yeah.
Now that wrestling's so big in Saudi Arabia. Of course. Yeah. Throwing water bottles at women. I love it. <laughs> that wasn't the worst thing that happened that weekend. <laughs> nope. Uh, okay. Moving uh, on. Uh, best technical. Here, here, here's, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. You watch a lot of technical wrestling. I literally didn't write anything down because I hate technical wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I don't know, who do I like that is is, is a technical wrestler? Uh-huh. And I was like, I don't know, like, is Sonata a technical wrestler? Yeah. Is Shingo a technical wrestler? Not as much. Uh, right, my answer is Sonata. Sonata. That's fair. Sonata's my number like, three. do I know who technical... Like, yeah, I could have said Zack Sabre Jr. I don't like Zack Sabre Jr. and I don't watch his matches. David Starr. I don't like David Starr and I don't watch his matches. So, like... Uh, what am I supposed to do? Just write down something for the sake of writing something down? That would be dishonest to our listeners and to you. I respect that. Um, let's look at my actual answer and not uh, last year's awards. Um, nope, still can't see it. Well, it's gone. <laughs> we tried. See you next year. There it is. <laughs> the fans of this podcast will never understand what it's like to have to do a podcast with someone like you. I take that out of context as a compliment. Sure. Uh, best technical, I got uh, Timothy Thatcher. Uh-huh. <laughs> Hot take, I've never seen a Timothy Thatcher match that wasn't half of that first Dan match. <laughs> that's that's all the Thatcher? Yeah. The you know, I, I, I like Thatcher a lot. He's... I think he's the most deliberate wrestler if that makes sense uh-huh. just like everything he does it's just like it, it looks real and obviously he's very good technically and does like work shoots and all that so yeah I had him number one Sabre number two and Sonata number three and I'm pretty sure that Sabre Sonata at two and three is based entirely on the Sabre versus Sonata match from the G1 which mm. I really liked and uh, should we talk about technical wrestling for 20 more minutes or go on to the next one what do you think yeah let's talk about a thing I don't like yeah I, th- I thought you'd be down uh, most improved what do you think don't I, w- just... I went first last time you go first this time no, I wasn't keeping score I'm just trying to make it you know a little interesting you go I go you go a little, a little push and pull a little a little take and receive a little take and receive <laughs> um, I got a few I got uh, Rhea Ripley, who I really like now and had barely heard of at the beginning of the year. Did you call her Rhea Ripley? Rhea. Sure. Like uh, Caroline Rhea of uh, Sabrina the Teenage Sabrina Witch the fame. Yeah. And, and Match Game fame, because that's what she does now. And Match Game and probably some other like various daytime shows. Sure. And she's fat. I bet she had a talk show. Tell me Caroline Rhea never had a talk show. I can't. You can't. I can't. I knew it. I can't, but the internet will tell us. Will it? I don't know, maybe. Well, wonders never cease. Alright, so you got... I bet you did. You got uh, Rhea Ripley. Rhea Ripley. It's, I guess it's Rhea, right? That shows how much I've actually watched. Yeah. <laughs> uh, not to be confused with... Rhea Ripley. Uh, Rhea and Narita. Who, through luck, got to be in the Super Juniors this year. And... Had some real fun matches, and once uh, he graduates from being a New Japan young boy, which he has been for, I don't know, 17 years, uh, then he'll probably get to do some more good stuff. 
And then I also got one, uh, a man that I believe you know as Dallas. You're weird. I don't know why you would choose him. How many of his matches have you actually seen? Most of his G1. You're gay. And it's certainly the best Lance Archer I've ever seen. Like, him and Osprey was legitimately good. That's like saying it's the best Miz you've ever seen. Yeah. And it, it, Just because the rest of it is dog shit and yeah. he has one good year. <laughs> yes, that's what most improved means. If if Miz, like, was in the G1 this year and had some good matches, he would get it. Could you imagine that? That would be pretty funny. Scott, I got some bad news for no, you. No, the Caroline Rhea she, show? She did not have her own it's show. disappointing. She did have her own uh, series of comedy specials like that she hosted where other comedians came on. Ah, okay. Uh, called the uh, uh, the Caroline Ray and Friends TV specials. Catchy. And it was nobody you've ever heard of. That's so, strange. I thought uh, I thought Caroline Ray would get the uh, the hottest up and coming comedians. Um, yeah, so I got those three for Most Improved, and then I had uh, Moxley question mark. Interesting. Because, like, he definitely had a better year this year than any year he had in WWE. Yes. Except maybe the first Shield year, I don't know. Eh. Um, but besides that, he was basically dog shit. It's kind of hard because he's a completely different yeah. wrestler. Yeah. It's not like he's doing the same thing and he's just, not. like got better. Yeah. He's doing a completely different thing. Exactly. Yeah. So, that's, I, I didn't know how to classify him, but I thought it was worth a mention. And that's what I got. I only wrote down uh, two names, but they are part of one team. Oh. They are... Interesting. A show. And, and a you. A show. Fuck you, show. Fuck, fuck you, you. <laughs> uh, for a team yeah, that mostly me. does junior tags... Yeah. Uh, both of them did really well for themselves in the best of the Super Juniors. Yes, especially um, show. Especially show. I but still, especially yo. No, especially show. I, I think show. I think they should break up, and show should be a singles guy. I think that. I mean, will obviously happen. they'll both be singles guys, but I think show needs to be a singles guy like now. I think that whereas will happen. yo could probably just like team with Rocky Romero or something. Yeah. And, do and, do we go a hot take prediction? Does show win the IWGP Junior in twenty twenty? Ooh, that's tough. That is tough. Well, if we go off of my predictions, which is Osprey loses and becomes a straight heavyweight. Full-time heavyweight. Um, they're going to have a lot of open space in that division. Yeah. Right? Because, I mean, you really only have, like, Hiromu, Dragon Lee, and... Who? Uh, Ryuli. Thank you. And, um... Yeah. <clears throat> I don't know who else they even have in the juniors. That's it. It's I just... mean, just, like, guys who are in tag teams in the factions. Yeah, well, Phantasmo... Um, Phantasmo Taiji. Yeah. Uh, Robbie Eagles, I guess. Kanemaru. And the, yeah. Technically, Taka, maybe? No, I'm just kidding. I'm just Not kidding. really. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think somebody's going to have to do it unless yeah. just like the three dudes just trade it back and forth yeah. for the whole year, which they could. Not like well, yeah, not, which. No, like they've never done that. Yeah, before. which they absolutely could, so. I don't know. I don't know if they'll win it in 2020. I feel like he will. They, I feel like they will break up in 2020. They could. They will probably have a feud. I think Show goes heel. Yeah. I think okay. he's got more charisma, th- so he has yeah. to be the heel. Yeah. Yeah, I can see uh, that. But yeah, I think they are, they are the most improved for this year. Yeah, I'm good with that. 
Uh, always a fun one. I almost want to do it in reverse order because the, the bad one's more fun. Well, I have worst feud storyline and then best feud storyline. I'd almost rather do best first and then, then do worst because I feel like we're going to have more to talk about with worst. Yeah, we're going to have way more to talk about worst. Let's do best. Um, I had two, two things. Okay. Uh, the booking of the aforementioned Super Juniors, specifically the booking like leading up to the finals, which was Shingo killing running the table everyone in his block, yeah. and Osprey like barely scraping through, like taking a yeah. couple losses, makes the final on points, yeah, uh, and then beats the unbeatable. Uh, oh, and Shingo had not lost a fall since he yeah. debuted. Yeah. So that was yeah, that was his first like time being pinned. You know, so no, like noted super junior Shingo Takagi. Noted super junior Shingo who, Takagi. Look. Who is bigger than like Ishii? He was absolutely bigger than Ishii. <laughs> so does that mean Ishii's a super junior? Yeah, Ishii's gonna Okay, here's my Bold, hotter take. Bolder prediction? Uh King of Pro Wrestling October pay per view. Mm-hmm. The IWGP junior title match is show versus <laughs> Tomohiro Ishii. <laughs> now that's a take. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that was really good, and then what was cool was both of them ended up doing the G1, and were two of the best guys in the G1. And then, other best feud storyline, uh, which I gotta give a lot of credit to for being a, uh, a very effective way to get me excited about a match that I don't want to see either guy in, <laughs> uh, Cody and Chris Jericho. Uh, really good build, like the best promos of the year uh-huh. uh, for a match between two guys I don't give a between, shit between about. Between an old lesbian and good old three stars Cody Rhodes. The three star machine Cody Rhodes. Yeah, so respect on that. But they they did a great job all things considered. Okay, I'm not gonna lie. I didn't take this award seriously. Uh-oh. Because I wrote that the best, uh, best storyline was the Saudi Arabia plane. Uh, I mean, I have that in the other one. No, I was going to say, that's the best storyline of the year. We'll talk about that um, in the worst. But, uh, yeah, definitely the bo- the booking of... Was it the... Whatever year it was, I guess. Was it two years ago where... I think for best I had uh, Paige and Del Rio. <laughs> <laughs> Except for we didn't get the conclusion we wanted. Murder, which suicide. murder suicide. Absolutely. Yeah. I guess there's still time. No. They're no. both still alive. Yeah, but... He's too busy getting beat up by Tito Ortiz, and she's too busy... He's too busy... ...getting a fat face. He's too busy taking dives for retired <laughs> fighters. Um, yeah, I think the booking of the Super Juniors was pretty sick. Like, I think I even had said at one point, like, what if Shingo just runs the table? And, yeah. like, and the whole thing, like, wins the whole thing. Yeah, and he's like, and I am the best, no one can beat me forever, fuck you. Pretty much, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Which I I thought there was a chance of that. Like, I didn't know who was going to win between Osprey and Shingo. I'm like, maybe just Shingo just beats everyone forever. Yeah, why not? Yeah. Gotta, gotta push somebody, right? Yeah. Um, and then the other one that I thought was pretty good, I guess, was the breakup of uh, Okobayashi and Sakamoto. Yeah. Where they sort of like... They both sort of got new partners. Two two monster powers that can't work together anymore because they're, like, both the big stars. Yeah. Like, I did like that. I mean, it probably could have gone on a lot longer. Uh But I guess their fear was, like, well, we don't want to turn one of them heel. Right. So we just have to, like, break them apart. Yeah. And then give them um, partners that the other one can beat up. (laughs) Yeah. And we got some Sakamoto bodyguard teaming out of that. That was pretty sick. Until bodyguards... Until bodyguards... (laughs) Yeah, a shame. Yeah. Poor bodyguard. Yeah. 
Uh, is that everything you got for yeah. feud slash storyline? Yeah. Well, let's get to the more interesting one. Worst feud slash storyline. I've got a couple. I wrote. I just wrote one, um, because it it, it is just simply. I'm I, like there is other things. I like I I thought of other things and I said no. I want to only award this to one thing, and it was everything Bray Wyatt related. <laughs> Was the sure. only thing I wanted to write down. There are other things for sure, but the the red lights, oh, the, red lights. the horrible matches, which yeah. will come up later. Um, yeah. Well, s- someone said somewhere that if Bray had been around the whole year instead of just since like October, basically, yeah. he would could have maybe had a run at having all ten of the top ten worst matches. Yes. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, it's, even, he's had like four matches and like three are like bottom ten. I think it's I think they're all pretty bad. Yeah. Like even the Daniel Bryan one isn't very good. Like you know you're bad when Daniel Bryan can't have at least a serviceable match with you. Yeah. And like, D- Daniel Bryan gave Bray Wyatt back in the day his best match ever. Yes. So I think just every oh like the the red lights the matches the like the the dumb the belt is horrible, I uh, just look ugh. say what you will but at least the giant cartoon mallet is cool that Michael Cole's never seen before. that Michael Cole every time he sees it announces he's never seen it before, mm-hmm. which is a fun bit. Uh, like, if it was on purpose, which I'm, I'm not gonna say what the other ones are because I I'm sure you'll say them, but mm-hmm. there there are like three or four other ones that immediately pop to mind. But I just wanted to give it to how horrible the fiend is. Sure, I'll uh, I'll run through my couple and let me know if I missed any. Uh, multiple cuck angles going on at the same time mm-hmm. with Rusev and Mike Kanellis. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that was pretty cool. Yep. Um, that wasn't one of mine, but yep. I'm never, I'm never sure. Which whether one? to feel bad for Mike Canales or not. I don't. He was on drugs. Like, he's, you know, he's a junkie. <laughs> and then, then he gets then he gets clean, I guess. So great. And then he uh, signs a five-year contract renewal. Mm-hmm. And then they start to cuck him. And then he asks for his release. And I'm like, well, of course you want your release. But then I think to myself, then why'd you fucking... Like, did you think they were going to do something awesome with you after you re-signed? Like, I think it's maybe just looking out for your family. Like, at least it's a steady paycheck. Yeah. Instead of going back to, like, Ring of Honor where they don't even pay you. (laughs) But then, like, immediately, like, asking for his release. So, like, I can't... I don't know how much sympathy I can have. I have no sympathy for him. Yeah. And also, he, like, he sucks. He does suck. He's very bad. (laughs) He's not very good. Yeah, so that's something. But, yeah, Vi- uh, Vince is really at his hands in storylines this year. It's it's pretty easy to tell when it's when the storyline is a Vince baby. And uh, both of these are that. And shout out to the whole Rusev angle getting even more bonkers just under the buzzer in, uh, yep. in 2019. Lesbians! They're lesbians! No, one's a lesbian oh. and, and one hates lesbians. And as soon as... As soon as it became clear to the crowd that both women weren't lesbians, the crowd uh, completely turned on it. Yeah. So that's cool. As they should. And then the other one I had, besides the main one, was uh, Roman Reigns slash Daniel Bryan slash Eric Rowan, and for one night, slash Luke Harper. 
yeah. angle. Yeah. So I'm trying to remember the sequence of events. I will say it's not as stupid as the uh, Randy Orton Bray Wyatt secret of sequence of events a couple of years ago. Look, Randy just wanted to break up the Wyatt family. <laughs> it's, it's simple. Which he did by being aligned with them for six months. You know. Nothing going wrong. And then burning down Bray Wyatt's house. <laughs> and burning the corpse of his sister And burning Abigail. the corpse of his sister. That he definitely goes and visits every now and then. He was deep undercover. You want him to break his cover? I don't want him to break exactly. his cover. No. You're I, wrong. <laughs> Randy did the best. So... Somebody ran over or tried to run over Roman Reigns? Somebody knocked over a a stack of, like, equipment in the back onto Roman. Right. And they couldn't tell who it was. And so Roman was convinced it was Brian. And going into this, Brian and Rowan were a heel team together? Yes. They were the eco-warriors. Yes. Which, uh... Well, they had to. Brian had to tone down the eco warrioring get because they had to get rid of the hemp belt because Vince didn't like the pro environment message because he doesn't believe in global warming because he doesn't believe in global warming. So that was that's an entirely different kettle of fish. Uh, so yeah, so by all accounts, it was just supposed to be the start of a face Roman Reigns heel Daniel Bryan feud. Correct. That that was the plan. Correct. And then somewhere along the way, I don't know if it's just like old dumb nineties internet mentality where like it Vince got word that the fans knew that was gonna happen, so he couldn't do it. Yeah, probably. That seem that sounds yeah. like that's as basically as simple as it was. Yep. So they So I guess Brian was somehow exonerated, and then it looked like it was Rowan, and then there was a a second Rowan. There was a uh, <laughs> some sort of Rowan double. There. So what it was was, <clears throat> I believe, um, is that Daniel Bryan told Roman it wasn't him. Like you're accusing me, but you have no evidence it was me. The Shaggy defense. The Shaggy defense. It, it wasn't, wasn't me. me, even though he caught him in the shower. Red-handed. Um, red-handed. But, uh, banging on the sofa? I believe he was banging on the sofa. Um, and so he told Roman, look, I will clear my name. I will find out who it was. Yeah. Then it turned out that there was, like, uh, GTV footage of, <laughs> of... So there was GTV footage of the stuff getting knocked over onto Roman. And, and all you could see and, uh, was uh, a bald man with a beard in the very like corner. An Eric Rowan type. An Eric Rowan type walking away. Right. So you couldn't really make out that it was Eric Rowan. So when Roman saw that, he went and confronted De- Brian. Yeah. To which Brian said, it wasn't me and it wasn't him. Yeah. The double shaggy defense. Ooh. Um, so then... <laughs> 3D chess. He, uh, Rowan, I, I believe, Rowan came to Daniel Bryan and said, I found out who it was. Yeah. So then they go and it, they are interrogating a guy yes. who looks like uh, Wolfman, the Wolfman. Yes, he does. Um, but with a gingery beard. Yeah. And they, him and Rowan look pretty much the same except for a 25-year age difference. Yeah. Um, to which Roman comes and sees this other guy and yeah. just pretty much says, like, you guys are fucking idiots. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, what is this? 
Uh, and then it turned out that, you know, obviously Rowan had done it, but without Daniel's knowing. And, yeah, and, and so that then turned da- Daniel face. So then he confronted Rowan about, like, this isn't what an eco-warrior would do, and then Rowan... You didn't even hit him with a hybrid vehicle. Yeah. Uh, with Tesla. So he, uh, he turned on him. Yeah. And then Harper came and back. And then, well, then because they hadn't actually planned this, yeah. then the way they changed the storyline, it had, it ended up being Reigns and Brian versus Rowan and someone, but they didn't have someone. So then they brought back Luke Harper, who had just been sitting at home for like eight, eight months. Getting paid, getting laid. With a frozen contract, because they're spiteful cunts. Uh, who had the one match, and then that was the last match, right? And now he's released. In fact, it was. And that was not a generous release, by the way. No. Like, they released him... Like, them releasing him and them just letting his contract lapse would have been the same thing. He got no extra jump on things by them doing it this way. He had three months left on his contract... And they were like... And a three-month no-compete. All right, see ya. <laughs> yeah. And there you go. So, yeah, it was dumb. Uh, so that, and besides the uh, the earlier one, which was your best storyline, did you have any others that popped to mind that you said? For worst? For worst, yeah. Uh, well, just all of the Baron Corman, Roman, Roman Reigns, like, the dog oh, mascot, the dog, shit, the dog food... Yeah. Like, yeah, all all of that stuff is just terrible. Like, yeah. horrible booking and horrible storylines. Um, then I feel like there was... I had another one that was non-WWE related. The Dark Order? I mean, Dark Order is pretty bad. Um, no, what was the other one I had? I feel like it was maybe... If I remember it later, we'll either add it onto the list or I'll, ju- or I'll just blurt it out in the middle of a conversation. <laughs> oh, yeah, it was this. <laughs> it was more Roman Reigns. I lied. It was actually another WWE one. It was probably more Roman Reigns. Uh, and then, so last year, I think we both had for this category, in all caps, Saudi Arabia. And this year, in all caps, I have Saudi Arabia, the sequel. This time, it's crazier? Yeah, way crazier. But it was the best storyline ever. Of all time. It really You couldn't was. have planned a better storyline. No. Like, there was nobody creative enough in that company to come up with a storyline better <laughs> than this. That's actually true. I agree with that. Yeah. So, the best we had last year was Saudi Arabia murdered a <laughs> U.S. permanent resident... <laughs> At the embassy. Embassy. Right? Yeah. yeah. And then... As he left the embassy. Yeah. And then... Oh, and then all, this, all the stuff they tried to do to cover it up with, like, a, a really bad body double and yeah, yeah, yeah. all that shit. And then, where most companies would probably uh, give Saudi Arabia a, a pass for a little while after that, uh, WWE was full steam ahead. Uh, I believe so, their exact response was, we are not a political company, so we do not get involved in political matters. Yeah, like our CEO's wife isn't the head of Trump's and our, small business our CEO didn't donate millions of dollars millions. to the presidential campaign. And the that, also put him in the Hall of Fame. Do you know he's in the Hall of Fame? Is the president in the Hall president's of Fame? In the Hall of Fame. Wow, 
and that same CEO's same wife uh, wasted $65 million on a senatorial campaign. Mm-hmm. 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 But they're not political, so mm-hmm. that's good. I'm nope, glad not they're not political. Not at all. So that, that was the boring Saudi Arabia stuff we had last year. This year... They said, hold my beer. Hold my fucking beer. So I, the first thing was at the first Saudi Arabia show, they had announced there was going to be a women's match for the first time ever, even though women have done other things in Saudi Arabia, but this is for some reason a big deal. Like, like sports. There's, there's been other women's sports in Saudi Arabia. I don't know. Yeah, so I don't know what the deal is. But, tits. Uh, white. I, I, think, I guess it's white. White tits is probably the main thing. And then they very quietly canceled it. Yeah. Uh, but... And so, so they did the opposite going to the second Saudi Arabia show of the year. Didn't say anything. Where they said nothing until they were very, very sure that they'd probably be allowed to do it. And then they did it. They sent them out there in full body suits and t-shirts over top of them. With no makeup with and me. they couldn't do their hair. That's correct. Their hair had to be tied up and put ni- n- nice and tightly behind their head. That's correct. With no makeup, no, uh, no glitz and glamour. And someone threw a goddamn water bottle at Natalia. At both of them. <laughs> both of them. Yeah. I didn't uh, know Lacey they both Evans got also it. got one, but it didn't hit her. It went behind her. Wow. Yeah. That's that's special. Yeah. Would you call it special? Uh, like you. <laughs> that's what my doctor said. Uh, son, you're medically special. <laughs> so that was fun. And that's the only interesting thing that happened in Saudi Arabia. Yeah, that was it. That was absolutely everything. Everyone had a good time. Everyone got home to their families. And everyone got home safe. They definitely didn't get abandoned by everyone in charge. That was... So, let's quickly run through what happened. So, the story is, as best anyone can tell, there was some sort of monetary dispute between Vince and the prince. Yes. Um, Because... They had not been paid for the previous show. That I think that's a rumor, though. I don't know how true that is. No, I think I think that is the thing that was confirmed. Hmm. It what the money for this show? It's unclear what the deal was. Hmm. But they had not been paid for the previous show until like the day before or morning of the second show of the year. Right. Um, and as a result, like they, like the WWE crew, like delayed the. TV broadcast in Saudi Arabia. Yeah. And there was a whole thing. So, after the show, when I imagine most people would like to get the fuck out of Saudi Arabia, they ended up sitting on the plane on the runway for how long? I think it was nine hours, eight hours. Something like that. Yeah. Uh, They were told they weren't allowed to leave the plane. They were not allowed to leave. The plane wasn't allowed to move. They were literally held hostage. They were held hostage in the plane. And various uh, wrestlers were like tweeting, Instagramming, or just like personally contacting people saying, hey, (laughs) we can't get out of Saudi Arabia. They won't let us. They won't (laughs) let us. They literally won't let us. I believe there was armed military guards on the runway. Yes. In case they tried to like make a run for it. I guess, which. That man, this could have been. That's a, a ballsy. Maneuver. This could have been a more interesting story. Like Big E shot in the face yeah. on a runway, <laughs> but only because he's black, not because he was running. No, no, yeah. I don't think they approve of the colors, but they're a color, don't they? Know they're a different color, though. Don't y'all know y'all not white? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Jihad. Jihad. 
Jihada. The, uh, so yeah, so they were held hostage. Um, a couple of the rich people, uh, ended up, well, I, I, they eventually got off of the plane. Went back to the hotel. Went back to the hotel because they couldn't, like, there was not another plane to get. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they're like, they're like, we're gonna, we're gonna still hold you hostage, but more comfortable hostage. Mm-hmm. So go back to your hotel and stay there. Yeah. Uh, so after they were actually released from the plane, a couple of the richer ones hired, like, charter flights. Mm. So, like, Vince got out, and I think Roman Reigns got out, and Triple H, and... Oh, was Triple H there? Triple H got out. He got out, yeah. Because he was on SmackDown. He was on SmackDown. I was just wondering if he was there, but I guess he was, and he he got one of the private flights. I think I remember what, what I remember hearing was that Vince chartered a flight and took Roman... Uh, Corbin, like f- a bunch of other people that okay. that were important to SmackDown. Yeah, with him. Okay. Brock had his own plane. Goldberg Brock. had his own plane. Right. Taker had his own plane. Yeah. So like they were fine. They got out like right away. Yeah, but the bulk of the roster. Yeah. Was fucked. Yeah. And uh, and so we yeah. were told it was mechanical issues. The, the official word was mechanical issues. And then. I think my favorite thing after that in their misguided and just like completely just assuming all their fans are mentally retarded, which is only a half truth. Mm. The the public statement they released about renewing their deal with yeah. Saudi Arabia yeah. where they said it's a 10-year deal. It We've signed for a 10-year deal with two shows a year. We're our expanded deal. That was the original deal. Uh-huh. They said, like, we're signed through 2027 with two shows a year. Wow, can you believe this expansion? That was the original deal signed in 2017. Mm-hmm. I couldn't believe it. Like, I thought I was misreading it. Mm-hmm. I thought someone got something wrong. No, they just straight up lied. And... I feel like they didn't get called on that no. as much as they should have. Yeah. Because I think, and to people's credit, they, the people reading that have, have so little, little faith in WWE that they don't actually read it that closely. They just see the headline, WWE renews deal with Saudi Arabia. They say, oh, of course, they're fucking scum. Of course they do that. Mm. Which, which is true. But in this case, they didn't expand or renew any deal. It was the same deal. And... I don't know. It's I I find it fi- kind of funny. I find it kind of sad. <laughs> <laughs> what I would love to happen is I want the crown prince to have more say in things. Yes. And I want them to be well, like... Well, I wish they had bought WWE because they made an offer. Yeah, but Vince is never selling. Yeah. No. But um, that would have been awesome. Because if Vince sold it, you know how fast he would blow through that money? So fast. I would, lo- I would I'm gonna, like to I'm going to see... open three XFLs all at the same time. <laughs> three XFLs. That's the dream. But, like... Alright. I want you to make a Saudi Arabian guy the champion. Ooh, I don't know if we can do that. Well, you're going to have to make a Saudi Arabian guy your big star. Ooh, I don't know if we can do that. <laughs> uh, do you... By Saudi Arabian, do you mean a white guy? <laughs> can we... Now, hear me out. Can we paint someone... <laughs> Can we make them tan a lot? And even though they're Italian-American, make them into a Saudi Arabian? I'm listening. A, uh... I don't know, what would you call him? Muhammad? 
Okay, let me run with that. Hassan. Hassan. Okay. I hope nothing bad happens. I hope nothing bad happens. I hope that there are no bombings. Um, I didn't know how many people were killed in that. Yeah, it was a lot. It was a lot. It was a big one. It's one of the bigger one of the bigger terrorist attacks yeah. of the last uh, 20 years. Yeah, I forgot how big that one was. Not, not bigger. Nope. That was Virginia Tech. Mm-hmm. I want to say it was September 14th? I can't remember. Mm. I never remember it. Virginia Tech was the biggest one by his, by a Chinese guy. Credit, <laughs> credit words do. Was he the one that that Collective Soul song told him to do it? Might have been. Did Chinese guys listen to Collective Soul? I don't know. Yes. Or do they just listen well, to... Well, Scott, to Or do they just listen to the pentatonic scale on a harp? <laughs> mm. I was going to say, didn't everybody listen to Collective Soul? I mean, I did, but I don't know. I can't speak for everyone. I'm not a Virginia Tech shooter. Are you looking it up? Absolutely. I'm looking up the Virginia Tech shooting. Yeah. Um, all right. First of all, Captain Racist. He was South Korean. Shut up. It says, resident of South Korea. You shitbag. Look. No, you know what? What was his name? I have had enough of your racism. Ping. Ping. Sung Hoi Cho. Ping Pong. The only sport named after its inventor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're making you're making a lot of people angry, my friend. They're gonna they're gonna turn off and they're gonna never come back. You know what? You're but not our, you're not gonna get any uh, any t- taking or receiving anymore. Oh no! But our our ratings. Uh, I'm trying to get sponsorships. I need, I want that Casper mattresses. I want that Squarespace. I want that Warby Parker. Warby Parker. It's weird. I love that all those. Like internet only companies that advertise on podcasts now are opening brick and mortar stores. Mm-hmm. Like on Fourth Avenue, there is a Casper store beside a Warby Parker store. Jesus. Well, let's see what we got here. Uh, oh yeah. Oh Long Johnson. Oh Long Johnson. <laughs> I like that we're getting off track again, and we're not even like it a has. third of the way. We're through. okay. It's okay. He's fine. He's fine. This, uh, my dog's not gonna bite you. I think he is. He's all right. No, he's gonna bite me. Oh, it? apparently he definitely used one of his videos. Uh, in one of his videos, he likened himself to Jesus Christ. Yeah. And his hatred of the wealthy. In another video, he did recreated a scene from uh, the original Old Boy. Um, well, I'd rather original Old Boy than Spike Lee Old Boy. Jesus Christ! Mm. What if Spike Lee's Old Boy was like inspired by this? That would actually answer some questions. Uh, I don't see anything about Collective Soul. Could be a different one. But I also feel like there was one that was Collective Soul, and there was one that was Blind Melon. Yeah. There was a blind melon one, I think. All right, you you keep going. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna use the Google machine. Um, I think we're good for worst okay. computer storyline. Uh, now for another fun one, uh, Fall from Grace. All right, I'm gonna tell you what I wrote, and then you can agree with me. Do you only if you only have one? Well, save I wrote it. I wrote one with a question mark, but then a follow up comment based on that question mark. Sounds complicated. I wrote. Braun question mark but then afterward wrote 
Uh, any main roster WWE wrestler. I mean, that is always the safe bet. If you would like for things to go worse for you, get called up. Right? Yeah. That's the long and the short of it. Or is. just also, like, be a guy that doesn't, like, that Vince doesn't understand. Yeah. Like, no one's life gets better when they get called up. Because, like, we, we often try to figure out, like, of all the NXT call-ups over, you know, the last five years, like, who who is it going better for than it was before? Is it going better for Chad Gable? Yep. Who? Uh, sorry? Who? Sorry. Uh, sh- shorty good. Shorty good. Shorty good. Uh, is it going better for Apollo Crews? Who? Is... Is he still around? I don't know. Is it going better for... I don't know. The Revival? Who I th- I guess are getting a comedy gimmick now, so they can. Yep. They've they've had a tumultuous last year. Like basically every everything since they asked for their release early in the year, it's been all over the place. Because like they asked for their release, and then then WWE's like, well, one fuck you, we're not getting you're not getting a release, and secondly, we're gonna book you very badly and basically make you jobbers, but then we're gonna give up on that and then give you the titles and actually push you in an effort to tempt you to stay mm. and then do that for a while but then uh fuck you now we're going to give you a comedy gimmick yes so that's pretty cool because Vince apparently never watched AWA so he doesn't get the uh the idea behind their gimmick he he was I I don't even know what that is yeah uh apparently the Virginia Tech guy was inspired by Shine by Collective Soul. He was the Collective Soul, okay. Yeah, but there, I couldn't find anything about Blind Melon. Huh. But I feel like Blind Melon was one, but... I don't know, like, the Blind Melon guy killed himself. Yeah, yeah, I know that. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, so... Is I, that is that B-girl hot now? Probably not. She was kind of chunky then, wasn't she? Things change. You like chunkers. <laughs> is that true? I don't know. You like chunky tuna. I do like Chunky too. <laughs> Anyways, Braun or any main roster wrestler who has who is worth anything. Yeah. So I've got two question marks and then three decidedly not question marks. I like marks. that we have so many question marks. <laughs> <laughs> like ah. we're a very indecisive group this year. So my two question marks are one Kenny Omega question mark because okay. just because he did so much less than this year. Yeah, but I think that was by choice. It was, but like you know, like the 2017 and 18, he's like in the discussion for wrestler of the year. I'm just going to turn, I'm turning off the podcast. Okay. <laughs> what? I'm listening. You can't go to sleep. I'm going to sleep. I'm just getting comfy. You reclined and closed your eyes. Wow, I'm just resting my eyes. It's bright in here. Did you eat too much cheese? Yeah, I had too much cheese. <laughs> it smells awful. Okay, yes, Kenny Omega, I gotcha. I mean, that might have been chosen... Like, you know, recuperating and also setting up a new promotion. and He's a coward. But yeah, I get you, I get you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. like okay. he, he just ended up doing so much less than year than this yes. year than the past two. There wasn't enough overhyped Kenny Omega matches this year. Yeah, not really. Like, what's... I couldn't, I couldn't. What's his best match this year? I don't know, Pac maybe? Oh, no, the fuck, the Dome Show. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. His, his one New Japan match. Yeah, yeah it's, it's wild to think that Omega and Tanahashi were IWGP champions this year. Yep. That seems like a while ago. Yarp. Yarp. Uh, my other question mark, which 
may end up sounding super dumb by the time anyone be- hears this. Oh, because you're going to say something later on that's going to be counterproductive? Or, uh, it won't be counterproductive. Although, actually, our Dome Show preview is counterproductive to what I'm going to say. Oh. Um... Uh, Naito question mark which okay. uh, by the time anyone hears this Naito might be, a, be a double champion yeah. uh, but I feel like he wasn't uh, like showcased it, a lot showcased that much he wasn't in the main event mix as much no I feel like he was doing a lot of eight man tag yeah. but also like I feel like Okada was also doing a lot of true six mans but stuff. Okada was champion for six months so that's, yeah. or eight months eight months yeah fuck and also the last five years and also all of the last five years so those are my question marks, and then my very much not question marks. Number one, well, no, number three, I guess. Seth Rollins. <laughs> yeah. What a fucking piece of shit. <laughs> and just what a fucking bitch. What a bitch. What a little bitch. For such like an indie guy. Yeah. Or, or indie roots. Indie roots. He is such a fucking corporate shill. Yeah. Like. And also just like a huge, like a little fucking bitch on Twitter. Like he got absolutely owned by Will Ospreay, who, in his own right, is not good on Twitter. <laughs> like Will Ospreay is a weird guy yeah. with severe emotional problems, yeah, yeah. and he tooled on Seth Rollins. Yeah, because like. Did it start with, like, Seth Rollins saying he yeah. was the best wrestler in the world? Yeah. And Osprey was like, um, um, knock, knock, hello. Uh, hello. Um, and I'm then... British. And, you know, and Osprey's had all these great matches and Rollins hasn't had that many. And Rollins is like, yeah, well, you try working my schedule. Like, you wouldn't get to do all your big high-end singles matches all the time if you worked my schedule. And then Osprey just posted, like... How many oh, matches he I, have this year? I've had he... seven more matches this year than you. Yeah. <laughs> like, just abs- And then Rollins went on, uh... Well, check my bank account. Uh, yeah, which is... Uh, guess what? You just lost the argument. Yeah. Like, you're such a pussy. Yeah. I would love for there to be a Seth Rollins meet and greet so that I can just go and tell him how much of a pussy is to his face. Just... Uh... Hey, like, uh, Colby... Not even in wrestling standards, you're a fucking bitch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just see what he does. Like, it, yeah, it's amazing what a complete bitch he has become. And then what was great was his his booking sort of mirrored that. Like, his booking against uh, Bray Wyatt, he was an absolute bitch. Yeah. He was the face world champion, and he was crying in fear. Yeah, yeah. And then... Uh, then to go... And then between, so between the way he's booked on-screen kayfabe and what a piece of shit he is in real life uh they literally had no choice but to turn him heel to mirror everything else that's going on so i hope that was his doing though like i hope that he was like oh fuck i really want to be a heel again like how do i be a heel i don't know let's just be a whiny pussy on twitter and then they'll have to make me one like let's make the fans turn on me yeah and then yeah uh number two albert charles hardy Junior. Hell yeah, I forgot about him. A-C-H. There are not a lot of guys <laughs> in the wrestling business who could have... Or, or in life. Or in the world. Who could have a racist shirt made about them and somehow everyone gets mad at them. Like, you gotta fuck up so hard. Like, if he had just said... WWE made a racist shirt about me and I'm mad about that. Guess who'd be on your side? Everyone in the fucking world. 
But no, what he did (laughs) was say, hey, WWE made a racist shirt about me, and I'm mad. Also, fuck Ring of Honor, and Jay Lethal is an Uncle Tom. (laughs) Everyone's like, what? Where did that come from? (laughs) Why did you need to say that? I believe he also called himself hard and said he's the real N-word, and then uh, he quit wrestling. (laughs) And then, then then he... he had a match, didn't he? He quit WWE. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, after much back and forth. Well, he quit, and you know, you can't actually quit because you're under contract. WWE, realizing he was a bit of a hot potato, <laughs> uh, just gave him, like, yeah. let him quit. Yeah. Which they wouldn't for a lot of people, yeah. but definitely would for him. Uh, yeah, I think had one match, and uh, I think he thought uh, everyone would... Uh, love him and be on his side, but then I think he called more people Uncle Tom's. Sure. And uh, then everyone told him he was uh, an idiot and probably mentally unstable, and then he said, fuck it, I quit wrestling. That'll show you who's mentally unstable. (laughs) And that's where we're at in the story now. Uh, I mean, ideally it ends with an ACH Page Del Rio Mm -hmm. double murder suey. (laughs) But uh, we'll see what happens. The old double murder suey. And then number one... Uh, saw 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 the days ticking down in 2019. Also said, "Hold my beer." Exactly what I was gonna say. Saw saw ACH in a sizable lead, and then said, "Hold my beer." I'm gonna go back in time, several years, make some homophobic posts on a weightlifting forum, and also do gay porn. Porn. Lars You're Sullivan, number one with a bullet. I circled him <laughs> on my little notes here because he wins. What The guy who was going to face John Cena at WrestleMania and then didn't because of anxiety. Only I don't know how much was anxiety and how much was WWE found the posts he made on that weightlifting forum. I was never really clear. Does he actually have... Mental problems, or did they just pull them because they found that shit? Who fucking knows? Because the anxiety thing came out first, and then the post and came then out. The post. So I, I didn't know if the anxiety was just cover for the post or what. Yeah. But regardless, and also he made fun of mental illness on the same forum, which is just doubly beautifully ironic. So between those two, I'm very proud of him. And uh, I was talking with friendish friend of the show. Kevin slash Chris Mason slash Aridonis, whatever you want to call him, who sent me a picture the other day of Lars doing the gay porn with Ted DiBiase superimposed over it, saying everybody's got a price, and us talking about about how funny the whole situation was, and Kevin hoping that the situation was not done, and it ends with a some sort of once again hilarious suicide. Uh, two things. Two things. Sorry, going back to your uh, ACH. Ah. Uh, let's not forget he had a NXT world title match this year. Yeah, he he won the tournament yeah. of all the guys who had to change their names. Yes, because the, why uh, would you let them keep their, their indie names? The Jordan, the uh, Jordan Miles, Isaiah Scott, Cameron Grimes, Bronson Reed. Uh, Almost there. Uh, there's one more. Damian Priest. Damien Priest and uh, who's uh, De- Dexter Loomis? I got it. And uh, but then there was just like Boa and someone else. No. Oh yeah, the... Boa. Yeah, yeah. But Angel Garza. 
and Ninja Garza. The, um, the, the those names memorial tournament. So, ACH left. Yeah. Wrestled for some buttfuck company in uh, San Antonio. Yeah. Uh, quit. Yeah. Then immediately unretired and had four more matches in 2019. Oh, good for him. So he's not even retired. Oh. He literally wrestled on December 29th. Oh, he's back. He did an AWE show in Atlanta where he beat Chip Day for the GWC title. Chip Day's all right. He also wrestled uh, a tag match for MLW in Australia. Chip, not Chip Day has con- oh, Chip Day has contacted three two one about booking. Cool. Uh, he also tagged with former friends, uh, former friend uh, Dave Vega, uh, besties in the world against Sammy Callahan and the Rascals at an AAW, AAW? show. Yeah. I think I knew that one. Okay. Yeah. Uh, anyways, so ACH not actually retired. Too bad. Just insane. Just crazy. Uh, I think that's all for that. What have you lost? Oh, you lost all your things. I lost my pen again! Oh, boy. Do you need it? Are you still writing? I mean, I'm writing notes. Oh, you're already notes. Okay. See? Well, fi- it's pointing at you. Fi- oh, it is pointing at me. Find, find your pen. Well, we'll talk. You still I'll, I'll look while we talk. Check your folds. I fold- found it! I found it! Good job. I said check your folds. Anyways... Uh, another fun one. Most overrated. Let me tell you something. Tell me something. Let me tell you about a man who we just watched recently. Oh. The last match we watched before we did this podcast. I hate Jordan Devlin. Ah, (laughs) yes. Jordan Devlin is so, is, is Finn Balor, if Finn Balor... Was terrible. <laughs> he is so shitty and boring and has a dumb face and a big jaw and talks stupid. He has a huge stupid and jaw. And he literally does nothing for me. Also on that topic, Jay White and Juice Robinson forever and always will be on this list. <laughs> uh, you talk, y- I'm taking a nap. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't have Juice. He didn't do much this year to be overrated He still for. sucks. I'm not saying he doesn't. He's also going to be a two-time champ or a double champion. Double champion at, coming uh, out of the dome, dome baby. I love it. Um, I've got uh, Baron Corbin because he shouldn't have a job. And then I've got Matt Taven <laughs> because Matt Taven won a world title at Madison Square Garden in the year 2019. Yep. Almost in the main event. On a, yeah, in what ROH wanted to be the main event, you silly geese. Uh, yeah, and he's, and you and you got to see him in another main event. I got to see him live in Mexico. And yeah, of course, number one, Jay White, no question. (laughs) God, I hate Jay White, but I not as much as I hate Jordan Devlin. That's fair. No, you know what? It's about the same. It's 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 evensies. (laughs) I actually don't know. I'd say they're about the same wrestling-wise. It's just that oh, one of them was IWGP champion this year and main-evented MSG. Yeah. And the other did not. So that's why Jay gets... Every year from now on, Jay White... We're calling this the Jay White Memorial <laughs> Trophy. Uh, someone... Someone's going to get mad at us about that. I can't remember who it who was. Who cares? So I definitely said something about Jay White... The other day, and someone said, "I will fight you on Jay White, Scott." Uh, I think it might 
It might be Bless Lopez, but who knows? Bless is stupid. <laughs> Joey fucking sucks. All right, continue. He he definitely sucks for his position. I think he's fine as a wrestler, but not not where they put him. I think he's so interchangeable with any other white dude that does that style of wrestling. I think when they tried to, when they just decided Kenny Omega's gone, you are now you are Kenny Omega. Kenny Omega slot. Uh, it it doesn't work. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Uh, but that's okay. As of the time anyone's hearing this, Jay White is your co-IWGP and Intercontinental Champion. Could happen. Uh, let's say something nice about someone most underrated. What do you got? I got four. I also I, got four. And I think maybe three are the same as last year. Oh. Let me see. Ishii. Yeah. Goto. No. Oh. Well, why would Goto? Goto didn't do anything all year. Yeah. Ishii. Sonata. Oh, I don't have Sonata either. Oh. I don't know. Sonata Su- got like two world title matches this year. Suzuki. Suzuki's actually a good one. Who I don't have. Always the same. Yeah. Um, yeah, this is one of the ones that didn't print out for me. Who did I have last year? Hit me. I'll tell you the one I didn't have last year. Uh, underrated. Improved. Underrated. Technical. Workshed. Where are we? Where are we? I'm so confused. I am so lost. Fall from Grace, overrated, okay, underrated. you had, last year, Scott Henson had, uh, Don't Call Me Antonio Cesaro. Yeah. Uh, Sanada. I had Sanada last year, okay. Uh, Finn Baylor. Oh, yeah. Oni Lord Can. Oh, yeah. And Tomohiro Ishii. Uh, so I have two the same. Uh, I forgot that uh, Lorcan at some point this year asked for his release and was not granted it. And then resigned. And then resigned for five years. So last, last year, mine were three Mexicans and an Italian-German. Eichner and who are your Mexicans? Uh, Phoenix, uh, Dave Fantasma, who is now a WWE property, and oh, Vikingo. Yeah. Ah, Vikingo. Who, who yeah. can also be on the list this year. Yeah, who... He fucking rules. He's going to get something at some point. Somebody will give him a big at. Like, yeah, I'm surprised yeah. he hasn't worked PWG. Yeah. But, uh... It'll maybe, come. Maybe AAA won't let him. Maybe. I don't know. They Aren't they still mad about that thing? They are still mad. Yeah, because they... What, they pulled Cavernario, I think? Yeah. From Bola? Yeah. Yeah. Because they were mad. Yeah, they dumb. Everyone in Mexico is stupid. Hot take. <laughs> Uh, so the one I was sure I didn't have last year was, uh, I was going to say Chad Gable, and then you're going to say who? <laughs> and then... Shortiga. Shortiga. Uh, Shortiga. poor guy. Poor, poor guy. He's, uh, I don't know if anyone knows this. I don't know if anyone, uh, used to watch NXT. Uh, he's a really good wrestler. He is really good. And, uh, doesn't get to do stuff too often. And now his name is Shorty G. And he and wrestles he, in basketball shorts. And he wears basketball shorts. Yep. Because fuck everything. And arm sleeves. Of course. Yeah, of course. He's gotta look cool. Gotta look cool. You know, nothing, nothing like a five foot ten guy wearing basketball gear. I think that's a very generous five foot ten, but I respect that. He's like five six. I'm gonna prove you right. <laughs> I'll show you. Uh, so I had him. Uh, they yeah, I had Ishii last year because any year that Ishii is not world champion all year is a year that he is underrated. And I had the same number one that I'm going to say I've had every year since 2013. Fucking Cesaro. You're living in a fantasy world where they care about... I understand. 
I know nothing's going to happen. What did you say it was? Five foot six? Yes. Five foot eight. Hmm. Isn't that like an inch or two shorter than Daniel Bryan, who does not have to do a short gimmick? Yes. But as long as there's somebody shorter than Daniel Bryan, then that guy does the shorter uh, I guess. gimmick. Isn't he taller than Adam Cole? <laughs> yeah, but Adam Cole's in NXT. All right. Stop Let's... trying to find a loophole. Stop it. And then the other one I didn't have last year, which is one that makes me real sad, is uh, noted uh, non-wrestling manager Sami Zayn. Which... Can't win them all. <laughs> Such a bummer. He's being punished for being Syrian. I guess so. I, if I, you can't do Saudi Arabia, we punish you. <laughs> Unless you're Daniel Bryan or Kevin Owens. Then it's okay. Because they're white. Oh, yeah. Sammy's only partially white. But he looks really white. He's I know. a ginger. I know. But his name's Sammy Zing. That's not actually his name. His name is it was, his name is French. It's like Remy something. Yeah. Remy the Rat? Remy Gerard. Sure. Vin, Vin Gerard of... 2000s Chikara fame. Oh, yeah. Deep cuts. Yeah. Forgot about him. Um, for me. For you. Two of them, for you. Two of them I don't think are underrated by... You're a big guy. You and me. For you. For you. <laughs> you and me do not... You and I. You and I. Do not underrate these guys. But... But I feel like the world... The public? Underrates these two guys. Okay. And I think it'll be pretty obvious later on how I feel about one of them. Okay. But... Sonata, even though he does get title matches, uh-huh. I feel like the rest of the world doesn't know him. That's true. And I feel like if you ask people New Japan stuff, they don't really know Sonata. They name a lot of people before, before Sonata, Sonata. For sure. Uh, the other one is Shingo. Yeah. Who, yes, he is a great wrestler and everybody who knows Japan knows him. Yeah. But outside of Japan, no one knows him. And especially pre-New Japan. Yes. He's at least gotten a little more notoriety now. Yes. Um, and then the other two, one, I mean, should be high on everyone's list of the, of underrated because, uh, next to Kelly is the greatest worker of this or any generation. Living or dead. Dustin Rhodes. Yes. Dustin Rhodes is a good one. Dustin fucking Dustin it. Rhodes is a good he one. He is 51 years yeah, old. Yeah. That is a real good and one. And he fucking kills it. You know what? I'm going to use my one steal. <laughs> And, I'm, I'm invoking my steel. <laughs> and my number one, which I think is an interesting choice because, uh, I guess, of his position in like what he does in wrestling. Yeah. But over the last, like, what is it, four, three months that AEW's been on TV? Four months? Uh, when did uh, start? Three. Is it th- October? Beginning of October. Um, October 2nd. If you want to be... Of what year? If you want to be Pacific. Uh, 1976? Uh, it was the Bicentennial. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I don't remember. Um, Stop pressuring me. Uh, used to have a question mark in his name. Used to have a last name. Yes, 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 ha- yes, 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 yes. Used in his name. I love Trent. Trent. He's great. Trent fucking rules. He's awesome. He had a killer match with Pentagon. Killer match with Phoenix. They Kill had match some, with the Bucks. With the Bucks. Best Friends Bucks is really Best great. Friend Bucks. I mean, yeah. also, like, a uh, side note to that is, like, also Chuck Taylor. But, yeah. But Chuck was already really fun. Yeah, no, I agree. Trent was sort of, like, a sidekick for a while. And uh, bonus for Trent, he totally, <laughs> totally fucked over New Japan. Yeah, whatever. Who cares? <laughs> he, he fucked them over huge. He, like, had verbally agreed to a new contract. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, live your life. <laughs> live your life. But uh, Trent fucking rules. Yeah. Yeah, Trent's great. He, he had some killer singles matches in AEW this year, so. Absolutely. Yeah, I love Trent. Uh, uh, He's a real dude buster. He is a dude buster. Yeah. 
I miss Kalen Croft. What's he up to? <laughs> what is Kalen Croft up to? And uh, and wherefore Tyler Rex? Uh, retired. Oh. Probably like an in, sh- in sale uh, in sales. Probably a car salesman or a bounty hunter or like I you know all those jobs that wrestlers get when they retire. I loved all those mix and match tag teams of the late aughts because like I feel like we've talked about these several times on different podcasts we probably have right yeah yeah yeah, because, like, Dude Busters and, like, Ryder and Hawkins, and then they sort of switched partners. No, And then was, Lance Archer got in there. Archer, and Tyler Rex got in there. Archer and Hawkins. Yeah. And it was... Because there was, like, originally Ryder and Hawkins. Yes. And then Archer and Hawkins. And then Rex and, then, and Hawkins. And then... And then the Dude Busters, and then they broke up. They fired Archer. Yeah. They... I think Rex quit or got fired. Yeah. And then they put Trent and Hawkins together. Right. Good times. To Trenton Hawkins, who would both go on to be in the Battle of Los Angeles at various times, one of whom would have maybe the most disappointing match with AJ Styles of all time. <laughs> the most disappointing match with AJ Styles that wasn't... Shinsuke Nakamura in WWE. Nakamura, Chris Jericho, yeah. or Ricochet. <laughs> Ricochet. Yeah. Um, I don't think I have them for awards or anything. I don't. Rico, Shay? No, I just, like I just, I feel like AJ Styles is worth talking about. Sure. In that he's consistently still. I don't know if he's good anymore. I think he's fine. I think like I think he's good because like I, I, uh, him and Rollins uh, will actually come up later. But I um, that's true. But okay. Uh, he has so many disappointing matches and feuds. Like the whole Jericho feud right off the bat when he showed up. And then, obviously, all the Nakamura matches. Yeah. And this year, all the Ricochet matches. Yeah. Like, here's, here's what I think happened. I think he's just been WWE'd, I guess. But I but I think he chose the WWE because he's kind of said he's on his way out. He doesn't want to do this so for like, a lot longer. So, like, same as Nakamura, He's got basically. five kids, four kids. So e- like, enough. So, like, I think it's more of just a, like, let's keep my body healthy so that I can yeah. raise my kids when I retire. So, like, I don't really blame him for it. But, like, yeah, his matches have been... Uh, pretty lackluster, except for one this year, and that is going to come up later for me. Like any, any, like so many of his matches that look really good on paper end up not being that good, especially when he has good opponents. Yeah, you know? even some of the Rey Mysterio stuff wasn't that good. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, whatever. Whatever. He's not thirty-five anymore. <sighs> he's not a he's not a young man of thirty-five, like me, last year. Last year. <laughs> Worst wrestler. Uh, should we just rename this the Baron Corbin Memorial tr- Trophy? I mean, he's on the list. He's on my list. I also wrote the Miz and Taichi. I meant you know, on it. This here's the thing. You're gonna use your one steal. You listen to me. You look me in the goddamn eyes right now. <laughs> That's not a steal. I thought about the Miz a few days ago and I didn't write it down. Okay. It's not a steal. Fair. But the record state. Don't look. Don't go to the Formula One advisory board the second, the second your car, the second you hit me with your car and tell on me. We're talking about Senna and Prost, by the way. <laughs> if you guys don't know your late 80s, early 90s Formula One, get on our level, first Tat- of all. Tattletailing is the way, to, the way to win. Tattling is the way to win Tattling the Formula One Tattling as a grown-ass man. You piece of shit. <laughs> I wish nothing The but- second you get, you gotta run. And complain. Nothing but the worst for you. P.S. Senna, hell of a documentary. Uh, 2010. Um, R.I.P. Where 
where was I? I don't know. You're, uh, the Miss. Yeah. So I'm just writing down the Miss because <laughs> I had thought of him. So you, yeah, you said Corbin Miz and what? Taichi. I'm not gonna say Taichi. He won the never title off Jeff Cobb. <laughs> That's bad, and that match was bad. But he had at least one really good match with Ishii. I don't blame you. Ishii just hit him as hard as he could and made him hit him as hard as he could back. Sure. And it actually ended up good. He still sucks. When Taichi... Ta- actually, Taichi is probably the laziest wrestler in pro wrestling. Because <laughs> I think... More than Joey Ryan? Oof. Touche. He is a lazy wrestler <laughs> in pro wrestling. Because I think he can sort of go. He just literally never does. Because, like, he went against Ishii. Know your spots. I get know your spots one <laughs> yeah come up with bunny girl that's a spot so do you mean to? Th- is that your whole list yeah I mean there's more do but... you mean to tell me your worst wrestler list includes zero women I don't really count them though <laughs> like we could just do a worst of awards Which... for women <laughs> that's true P.S. I do not know where I heard it it wasn't even that long ago but it was just someone saying, who's, who's your least favorite race? And then, very brief pause, women. <laughs> I very much enjoyed that. Wherever it was from. Props out to, if it was you. Uh, yeah, so I've, I... Know you're, I know you're, you're trying to get out of me, but I'm not going to say it. What are you... Wh- I don't know. I'm just continuing. <laughs> like, uh, are we talking about the Iconics? They're my number one. They're oh, okay. my co-number one. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're horrible. They're terrible. They're the worst. yeah, yeah. They they ruined a new title. Yeah, but it's also a tag team title. Like, you think anyone cares about that in the company? I mean, if if ba- if uh, who are they? Sasha and Bailey. Sure, that's a team. Sure. If they had just held them for a while, yeah, probably would have been all right. Sure. Instead of did they lose them to the iconic in their first defense? And was that at Mania? Uh, and after not defending it for like three months or two months or whatever it was. Yeah. Yeah. It, what, yeah, did the Iconics win at Mania, or did or did ba- or did or did Bailey and Sasha win at Mania? No, I don't know. You think I remember women's wrestling? It's your favorite. But yeah, so the Iconics went on to, I think, hold the tag titles for a sizable amount of time. I don't think they, I think, they just lost a bunch of matches cleanly that were non-title matches, and then would get DQ'd in title matches. I don't think they had a legitimate win in their entire reign. <laughs> and also they're absolute dog shit wrestlers. Yeah. They were not good in NXT, got called up and got worse. Uh so And one of them is trans. The titles were created at Elimination Chamber in February, which is where Bailey and Sasha won. And did they lose them at Mania? And then they lost them at WrestleMania Hell to yes. the Iconics. The next month. The next month after having zero successful defenses. Awesome. And then they held them until August. And that made Sasha quit wrestling for a while. Yeah. Where Alexa and Nikki won them. Right. And held them for um, two months. And then the Kabuki Warriors won them. That's right. So the Kabuki Warriors are currently the champs. Yeah. And are definitely heels. That I will bring up later. That reminded me of something. And the other thing I had was Carmella. Because she's also just... A woman? She is just a woman. You know what is... <laughs> she's, a, she's terrible. You know what else is a low-key... Low-key. Like, Brandon <coughs> Silvestri. Um, 
shoot names on podcast. Ooh. Uh, is also a low key best storyline of the year. Was I believe it was this year? Was Corey Graves cheating on his wife with Carmelo yes, this year? Yes, that was this year. Yeah, that fucking rule. Yeah, <laughs> that was cool. Yeah, <laughs> respect. And now they, uh, and now they're like together, right? Yeah, they're they're dating, and they're like pretty open about it. Like it's everywhere on social media. That's awesome. Drew's going to the bathroom with the door open. I'm going to I'm going to commentate how this is going. I'm not hearing anything hit water yet. I mean, I can hear you still. I think he's having stage fright. I can hear you still so you can do the next award. I think he's I think he's having trouble finding his penis. Uh yeah, he he's he's given up on finding the penis. He's now going to try to pee out his ass. And he's having more success with this, I think. Uh, nope, he's, he's, he's slipped and fallen over. He, his head is in the toilet. Uh, he's not breathing. <laughs> Guys, we lost Drew. Drew, what are you doing? I, I told you, keep going. Are you doing anything? I'm pooping. Are you, oh Jesus, why did this have to happen? I don't know. <laughs> we had a lot of KFC. Look, it doesn't matter how much KFC you have. You, you keep it in until you get sick. You don't, you don't just go. Until it uses 100% of the nutrients. Yes. Exactly. Anyway. Fine. I'll start on the next thing. Next thing. Actually, that'll, that, uh, that'll give you my segue. So the next thing is worst match. And while it's not the worst match of the year, I wanted to talk about the match that actually just got mentioned. The Iconics. Oh no, Jews come out with no pants. That's a gift just for you. You know what? That was a quick poop. I respect. I no, respect. I pushed that. out. You pushed. Uh, 